You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Now, many of you who are living locally will be familiar with the amazing work of, of Lewis Manning Hospice Care. They've been doing some incredible work supporting people, probably the most challenging times uh, of their lives as they've faced uh, you know, serious illness and so on. And there's been big changes for Lewis Manning, hasn't there, Ruth? There has, yes, indeed. But I believe that after much planning and preparation that you're now in your new home. We are. We've moved. We are now on Longfleet Road, uh, just down the road from the hospital so we've got much better access for our patients and their carers to enable them to get to us although they're not able to come to us in the current circumstances now obviously and they're very vulnerable um, and shielding many of them so we're having to take our care outside and provide that in their own home Um, but Hopefully the time will come when they will be able to return to us. We're planning that now, actually, to do a few patients at a time um, so they can be introduced to the new facilities, the amazing environment that they've created for our patients to have that respite um, and for our carers to have the respite from, from caring from them as well and have that alternative therapies and care. Now, if you were to take us on a virtual tour, presumably, have you got pictures and so on on your website now of the new of the new place? I don't think we have actually. We're we're in t- um, talks to get some videos um, put together so that our our patients can see have that look, and yeah. almost have a virtual mm. tour of it. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's a beautiful environment, very clean and colourful, very bright um, and homely at the same time. It doesn't have that clinical feel about it necessarily. It's a a really warm uh, place to be. And of course, it it also marks a, a sort of not a massive change of direction the only thing is you're not having the residential side of hospice care but but what are you having so we offer our our day hospice um facility as and when people are able to come back um but we also have our clinics our lymphedema clinic uh, which is still going ahead um we're having patients come into our new facilities there but also our better breathing clinic for patients with um lung conditions whether that be cancer or or copd um to give that that um therapy in addition to sort of NHS support that they get and obviously all of our support is free of charge. Um, So given the current times now our carers are doing a lot of virtual um, support, phoning in, doing lots of video calls. During the summer we were able to do garden visits and things um, so actually see people face to face um, and give them that reassurance and familiarity with our carers and our nurses of knowing their current illnesses and situations and what they might be going through to give them that reassurance um, and alternative things to do whether that be through art therapy some movement um, and just to talk really and and get away from some loneliness that they might be feeling particularly now that we're not able to uh, be as free and um, you know see different things that we have been uh, previously really. Now obviously you're the fundraising team amongst everything else and uh, and I'm looking forward to talking to your colleagues as well about some of the new stuff that's happening and and, and the approaches that you've been taking. But I guess that COVID-19 must have presented you with a real headache uh, because to keep the wheels of Lewis Manning turning yep. to provide those services where you rely very much on, on support don't you? Very much so yes so unlike other hospices in the area we only get a very minimal funding um, from NHS it's only 20% so we've got a huge um, deficit to make up there with our fundraising um, opportunities which have had to be completely cancelled this year as with 
all other charities you know we found it very difficult but we have carried on with some um, initiatives we had a glorious gardens uh, campaign that I came in to talk to you that, about last year that was great year, wasn't it uh, earlier and, this year because you did that with the Echo as well didn't we you? did we did they've been great with us and we also did a, a great Dorset Tea Party campaign which is still currently running so if anybody wants to in the power of six have a, a small tea party in aid of Lewis Manning just check out our website and they can get some um, goodies there some fundraising materials and things um, but we're always looking at, at different ways of building our awareness um, as well as our fundraising there and getting out into the community to create more um, more response and more supporters for us So where where does the creative ideas flow? Do you, do you all get together in a room and uh, and sort of think uh, eureka <laughs> this is you know or you have you all have a dream in the night or whatever i it's mean it must be hard to come up with creative ideas that, that actually work uh, it's very collaborative we're a great team we work really really well together and have lots of different ideas and brainstorming sessions and actually our new uh, campaign that we, we've just launched this week that vicky's going to talk to you about later I'll be honest, we went round and round in circles with this one. It wasn't a eureka moment by any stretch because we have to be so careful with the current situation. Um, but we think we've got a eureka. Um, we're hoping so oh, anyway yeah. um, for this time. And it's all safe. You know, we're not going to be putting anybody at risk, but at the same time raising that huge support that we need and awareness locally. And of course, quite a, right at the centre of things is often quite a bit of fun and community. I mean, mm. I know we're community of six, as you quite rightly say, and bubbles and yep. so, so on. Uh, but, but, but actually having whether it's tea together or even you know getting your garden ready as you have been uh, mm-hmm. doing that's quite fun activity absolutely yeah and also i suppose people have to have that little competitive element in there as well you know people like to know that maybe what they've done is a bit better than maybe somebody else yeah and to be able to showcase that by um you know partnering with the lights of bournemouth echo is fabulous because mm. then they have a platform as well to show uh their delights particularly within the gardens or with our tea parties we've been able to share photographs on our social media of things like that mm. i will actually get in as well blow while i can we're currently um, planning our next program of dog walks so all the uh, the dog lovers out there i've um, gained a new addition to my family this uh last six months with an, another little pooch well not another little pooch a pooch to join the family um so he can join in with our dog walks so that announcement will be coming out very soon as well well since i last talked to you we've had a new addition to our family ah, as well. oh, yes. okay uh marley marley what's yes. marley he's a dog i, uh, I get uh, that uh, what breed is he <laughs> <laughs> He's a retriever, a golden retriever. Okay. And uh, and lov- lovely little chap, you know. So I, I will tell my son. The only thing is that uh, uh, my son, my youngest son, mm. he, he's a bit naughty, you know, because he phoned us up and he said, we've got good news for you, okay. you know, and uh, we've got, we're having an addition to the family. <gasps> well, you can imagine my yes. wife, you know. And uh, but actually, the addition is very special. Oh. So taking him for a walk. Yeah. Although I know what will happen. And say, well, that's a brilliant idea, Dad, but you have to take him. Oh, don't. See, I'm now guilty of that because Cooper, the cockapoo, is actually being babysat by my in-laws right now. So uh, he's uh, being spoilt rotten, no doubt, currently. Yeah. Hopefully they're listening as well and he'll give a shout out or uh, bark for me. <laughs> the, there's a new movie. Did you know about this? I think it's called 23 Walks. Oh, I haven't heard of that, no. It's quite a romantic movie, but it's basically about people walking their dogs. Oh. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so you see, you you might be promoting romance without knowing it there because right at the heart of this movie is two people who fall in love because they meet walking their dogs ah, a bit like 101 Dalmatians bit love like story. that absolutely love it. you're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop serving the community for over 50 years visit keithjones.co.uk and my very special guests today are the fundraising team oh yes and a very prestigious bunch they are from Lewis Manning Hospice Care and somebody who is now going to talk to me is Nikki and Nikki I understand that you're, you spend your life trying to get businesses to part with money pretty much yeah that's pretty much nailed it Blair so yeah I am the corporate partnership fundraiser so it's my job to go out to the local businesses uh, and encourage them to support what we do at Lewis Manning Hospice Care to get much needed funding that we need right now I mean I know we're going to be talking also a wee bit later on about your latest initiative yeah. and uh, but I guess that no matter who you talk to pr- practically all of our lives would have been impacted by you know cancer and various life-threatening diseases and indeed people you know making that journey to 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 pass over and I guess that there's loads of people that you will talk to in just about every business mm-hmm. that have equally been impacted does that make it a little bit easier for you yeah, I suppose it does. Um, you know, we, we're looking after people with life-limiting illnesses. Um, we were actually just on a call this morning. You know, obviously we haven't been able to have patients into the day hospice, uh, but our nurses have very much been in touch with them. I think um, they'd said this, that they've made, in the last three months, 1,400 calls to our patients to ensure that they're supported and looked after and cared for as much as, as best we can during this time. Um, and, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, everybody that I speak to... Um, has been touched in some way by a, a family member, a friend, um, you know, having experiencing whether that's hospice care or, um, you know, day, have been into our uh, day centre or need some support. So, yeah, it, you know, it has touched a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is helpful. I think, um, you know, we were anxious, I think, you know, at the start of this pandemic that actually, you know, going out to corporates and asking them to support us as a charity when they're potentially furloughing their own staff, uh, going through their own business problems, we, we were worried. Uh, but actually what I've, I've certainly found, I don't know if you've heard with your guests, that people want to help more than ever you know, have really kind of reflected on what's going on Mm. in the world right now and what they can do to make a difference. Mm. And I think that if nothing else, COVID has helped people to understand what's important and and what's what's not. Absolutely, yeah. So if you were coming to me, I'm I'm, I'm a prospective donator. Okay. A large company of free people. Uh, (laughs) uh, No, no, whatever size, whatever size. Yeah. What sort of pitch are you making to me? How, where would you begin with me? You don't know much about me. You know, I've got the, I, I, I'm a decision maker. Yeah. What approach do you make, Nikki? Well, first of all, Blair, I'd very much like to get to know you as a person and your experiences, um, and as well as understanding what your company does and what your company is trying to achieve. You know, I think as businesses, we've all got our business goals and objectives, but also it's really nice to be able to give something back. Um, so it would be very much me. I would. I don't like the word pitch. I would never pitch to you. It would be for me about understanding what you would like to achieve. And as much as I would like your business to generate some funds for us, how could we help you as well? You know, I think that's a really important question that actually we are very much out in the community and there's an opportunity for us to help businesses to, to achieve what they need to. 
Now, of course, the chances are and the percentages of people in my company and mm-hmm. in my personal life being impacted. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I just said goodbye to a friend of mine uh, yesterday. Oh. Uh, and uh, and actually, the, the the whole chain. It was he was actually one of our presenters here on the radio who okay. realised he had ter- stage four cancer oh, and uh, and has now passed. You know, he passed. But but actually, the process of 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 that journey, mm. the people who helped him. He yeah. lives up in the city of Sheffield. Okay, but he did have hospice help up there, and it it brought it home. You wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to convince me of the importance of holding people's hands during those very difficult times. Have you found, you know, as you have you talked to people out there in the broader world, that this is uh, pretty much generally the case out there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've we've actually we've just in the process of recruiting a bereavement counsellor because they're you know the impacts of of this situation has made it so much worse um and so you know from a business point of view i mean this week um we're, we're all in yellow you all notice i've, I've noticed it's that so good for the I, radio i like the, the, the daff oh wearing. yes where's my daff have you, have you brought me one i have it's in my bag oh, i'll get God. it for you after that um but yeah it, it is got go yellow week this week and i've certainly reached out to a few people are businesses asking them to go yellow in support of hospice care week um and we've had a phenomenal response in fact um a, a local business they're, they're called yellow tuxedo um they actually shared a video of their own personal experience of a really close friend um passing away in hospice care and really highlighting the importance of you know hospice care and the fact that we we need that, that we need we need hospices there to care for people just just mm-hmm. like your friend it's nice to know that the the, the support's there when the time comes but I guess you wouldn't, I mean, obviously, you do hold people's hands, you know, as they make Absolutely. that final final journey. But it's also about life. I yeah. think Ruth said at the beginning about the quality mm. of life. And it, it always is, encourages me on how people facing these 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 life-changing situations yeah. actually can be so, so positive, more positive, actually, than some of us who don't have those issues. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, certainly, we, we were just talking this morning about our patients, you know, they, as Ruth mentioned, they, they are shielding, they are vulnerable. Um, but our nurses have been able to, you know, get iPads to some of them. And we're running exercise classes with them, you know, that ability to be able to get them active and, um, you know, get get patients together in, in a virtual sense. Um, also, they've been having coffee mornings together on Zoom. As you can imagine, there's been the technical that would be te- interesting technical <laughs> issues, but <laughs> coffee oh, and Zoom. The technical issues, oh yes. Mind <laughs> yeah. you, we're all going to be turning into Zoom machines, aren't we? Are completely. Or? We're all total pros now, aren't we? <laughs> I'm on the fostering panel locally, and we have our fostering meetings by okay. by Zoom. You know, but uh, it's it's not the same as personal contact, is it? It's not the same, no. But actually, you know, in some ways, I, I always like to look at the positives in it. It's it's allowed access to, to things that you might not necessarily be able to have. Uh, certainly, our nurses have been collaborating with other hospices, which they wouldn't normally be able to do. But by the medium of Zoom or Teams or whatever, they have actually been able to come together um, and do things that they wouldn't have previously been able to yeah. do. So, you know, I think there's always a positive in so, it. So it's opened up new new landscapes, hasn't it? New ways Absolutely. of communicating. Yeah. You talked there about asking companies are, are seeking you know from from people who run corporates mm-hmm. as to how you can help them so what sort of areas do they tend to identify 
uh, what they need help with. I think often, you know, companies, um, well, there's, I always think it's all about the people, isn't it? You know, just like yourself, if I'd come to you and your business. Um, and you wouldn't have known, of course. I, I just dropped that on you, didn't I? You did drop that on me and I didn't know. But then naturally, you know, as was that face to face and we're talking, you you know, you often you get to know those people within the business and, and, and really understand what they want to achieve. And so often it's their own personal stories and personal experiences. And I, I often find they want to give something back um, and being able to achieve that for them is is great and also do it in a really positive way so to gain exposure um, in a really positive positive way Vicky's gonna uh, talk after about our, our initiative that's coming up but you know that this kind of uh, and Ruth did talk we've had to be very innovative having cancelled all of our events um, you know we, we have had we have a great fun kind of brainstorming um, we, we like to think of it as a challenge rather than a, a you know a problem mm. that we have been really innovative we've been able to brainstorm and we've been able to look for opportunities to offer solutions mm. not only to businesses um, but also to you know to the community of which which the businesses are very much part of have you had much experience as of other people coming up with ideas you know like people who you who you've supported and you I mean I don't know whether you've kept tab on all the many many people that Lewis Manning Hospice Care has supported over the years since day one you know but it must be hundreds thousands of people you know yeah absolutely i think people have done all kinds of things for us i think the girls would know more than me um i think there's been plane poles wing walking yeah we've had um can you oh ruth can't ruth hasn't got a microphone there was actually a gentleman um locally who uh, lives in the same road as one of our carers and he decided to do, um, I don't know if it was laps of his local area but certainly covering quite a great distance particularly when we were in the mass lockdown and we couldn't go anywhere and I think he raised over about £1,800 just from his local road alone they were sort of cheering him on because they knew (laughs) what he was, um, you know, what he was doing it for and the cause all for Lewis Manning, the fact that it's a local um, a local charity support local people and that really gets people I think you know we've all had to go into the community mode um, and that's really helped us that just is one example of, of um, an individual within the community that's that's gone the extra mile mm. um, Ian with his beard shaped so. yes absolutely <laughs> sorry Nick I didn't have your mic on what are you saying uh, so um, a local um, businessman who um, grew a beard in lockdown as many gentlemen did and actually had it shaved off for Lewis Manning raising £734 with the support of a local networking group so but it just goes to show you doesn't it that, it, that, that just ordinary things you know which, which actually can be quite a bit of fun you know yeah, absolutely. Uh, doing the things you always wanted to do but never had an excuse to do it uh, can actually be a real help in, in, in raising much needed money. How, I don't know whether you know this figure, and I'm dropping you in it again, but <laughs> how much does it actually cost to keep the wheels of Lewis Manning turning in a, in a year? I think it's approximately £2 million. So that's no that's no mean sum. And off of that amount, what percentage would come from... NHS or other it's only 20% funded by the NHS so so basically what that means is that if you guys weren't doing what you're doing yeah. with a multitude of people who who make it possible yeah uh, then uh, the, that care just simply wouldn't be there that's exactly right which is why you know we absolutely love what we do as fundraisers whether that is in the community or with corporates because you know 
it's it's really uh, satisfying to know that every little thing that you do is going to help to keep the hospice running. Makes a huge difference. Absolutely, well. yeah. So in terms of your approach to the to the corporate oh, side... this is like an interview. <laughs> It is an interview. Like a, a, I'll tell a, you a job you, interview. I'll tell you whether you've got the job. <laughs> okay, in let fa- me know. In fact, I, I don't know how you knew this, but I mean, I've, I've written down here hard to get the best ideas out of Lewis Manning so that Hope FM can pinch them. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I no. know about people like you <laughs> <laughs> But, um, I mean, obviously, I mean, we've, we've talked about the ideas and we've talked uh, about fun. Has it not, therefore, been like a mountain to climb? I mean, you said it yourself, Nikki, that, yeah. that this is probably the worst time that you could approach people in business and so on for mm-hmm. support. So you went into all of this season with fear and trembling. But what has the reality been? Mm, so interesting, you know, I think you... You kind of touched on it that, you know, this this has been a time for us all to reflect on what's really important. Um, and I've certainly noticed, um, I, you know, I do work with a lot of businesses and businesses that were once potentially competitors. I've really noticed that they're helping one another. So I've really seen a more collaborative approach to businesses, to response to charity. Um, you know, I think people are keen in this time to do something good even if they can't give a monetary amount there we've been you know people are offering time actually people have got a lot of time and we need volunteers we need help um and exposure and just getting out there what it is that we do you know every little thing uh, no matter how small can make a real difference so yeah we've really noticed that people are really open to helping this is hope fm as you've heard my very special guests in uh, in this hour of the program have been the fundraising team from uh, lewis manning i can just see them in the little room cupboard there you know oh yes and uh, when they put in the heads together and the ideas beginning to spark and, and actually uh, my next guest being part of that team vicky but do you have to have rhyming names, Nikki and Vicky? And Ruth doesn't fit in, does it? <laughs> <laughs> She's the odd pod. <laughs> we love her. <laughs> uh, so, so Vicky, your, your, your latest initiative uh, is Time to Remember. So when, the, when the, the light went on and you thought, this would be a great idea, um, what, what were you thinking of? So usually at this time of year, lots of hospices um, run a campaign called Light Up a Life, which is a big event that's held in the community to remember loved ones. Unfortunately, as um, the others have said, this year we have been unable to run any events as normal. So we had to think very carefully, how could we run a campaign that still celebrated loved ones who've passed away, but also in what's been a very potent and um, difficult year for very many, we wanted to give our community the opportunity and a platform to give thanks as well to those who've done something extra and beyond this particular year. And of course, celebrating, I mean, I I always say to people that people in a way never really die, do they? I mean, they leave us, but they don't die because the memories and and, and everything that they've been to their loved ones uh, remains. So this is an opportunity to celebrate, isn't it? Absolutely. I think life is a celebration, whether they're with us here or in spirit. And um, it is remembering and reflecting all the good times, the positive things. that have happened and are continuing to happen. Um, those people do touch your lives forever. And I think it's as giving the community a platform to remember and um, give thanks um, 
at this special time of year. Now, of course, it's not just, though, about people who have passed. It's about all sorts of other people as well. I can just see you now. See the whole team out clapping, you know, as we did on <laughs> Thursday nights, you know, with the, with the, for the NHS. But there's a whole army of people out there, unsung heroes. Absolutely, that's right. I mean, we've got our own amazing nurses that we would all um, give huge thanks and applause to who've um, looked after our patients at a special time. But not just us, I think absolutely everybody can um, look back at what's been a, a really strange and difficult, wonderful year. And whether it's a neighbour, a teacher, a nurse or a loved one who's just done that little bit extra um, for their neighbourhood, for the community or just the family. And it's giving thanks and celebrating them as well. Now, I've got your notes here, nominate, celebrate, thank and remember. So how does it actually work? If I, if I could think of somebody, either, you know, somebody like who has, I've known who's passed away, mm-hmm. like my dad who passed away just recently, yep. uh, or my friend I talked about earlier on, yep. uh, or, or I just wanted to say a big thank you to somebody who had made a big difference, either to me or to people I know. Uh, how do I how can I join in with this okay and, and benefit Lewis Manning absolutely so um, we've just launched this initi- initiative this week so it's on our website lewis-manning.co.uk um, so you go on you place your dedication you can upload an image of your loved one um, or special person and those dedications are going to be um, put on our website like a a notice board a dedication board we are also running this initiative with Bournemouth Echo so in December we will have some special pull out um, editions where people's um, messages thanks images will be listed in those and also we have two big billboards in Paul of which we're going to create um, some lovely pixelated almost images of all these um, loved ones whether it's a message or a photograph to create a very special memory and commemorative um, reflective board for the community. Now this montage together. Um, sorry, <laughs> it's getting a montage together. I think of all those people that we're celebrating, um, both visually, as Vicky said, and having those. Dedications. So it's going to be very much in the public eye. Absolutely, yeah. We want to get the whole community on board. This is what we're about. We are looking after our community, whatever age. It's not just about those that um, are patients who are living with life-limiting illnesses. It's about everybody. Because, um, as you've rightly said, um, the care that we give does affect everybody at some point in their lives, whether it's a colleague, um, a family member, um, a neighbour. You know, we want to make everyone aware of the services that we offer and the care that we give and, and work together. We're here to, um, to be part of our community and we want to bring everyone together. And of course, it's all launching this week. That's yep. right. So if I went to your website right now, which in fact I have done, uh, uh, I can read there about some of the ways in which my money might be used. I mean, I'll read a couple. So, for example, £14.42, which is a very precise sum, Mm -hmm. uh, but that uh, would cover the cost of a one-hour telephone call providing support to a grieving family. Yeah. Uh, And £28, well rounded up to 29 pounds because mm. you've, you've put 84 pence um, yeah that, that'll pay for two therapy sessions supporting families who've lost a love mm-hmm. and, oh, and we did talk very briefly you know about uh, you know about the, the sort of breathing process mm. the, the other thing of course that b- b- probably i should have mentioned i i asked you about how much and you said the two million uh, per year but actually at the point of delivery that service is free to mm-hmm. everyone who accesses it. Yes, yeah. completely free service. Um, but this actual 
um, initiative and campaign, the, the funding for that is to go for this new member of staff um, that we can focus delivering a, a, just a sole bereavement support service to our families um, for, the, for those that, that require it, for the, the patients that we've helped. So what's your target, Ruth, for that, to, to provide for that new employee? That's a very good question. <laughs> a lot of money a lot of money yeah and, and, uh, we and want to be able to pay their salary but to, more importantly is to offer this service it, again it's offering a service to our patients and our community we're currently um, supporting 14 individuals who are in the bereavement stages of either losing or have just recently lost a loved one and that's only ever going to go up and we want to be able to offer that service um, to everybody who needs it and it's it's really important because people do grieve in mm. different ways. And mm-hmm. in fact, some people find it hard to grieve, don't they? Mm. So having somebody there to help through that process mm. in the same way that you're helping families, you know, to deal maybe with having to say goodbye, mm. you know, to the one that, that, that they love. Very, very important. But I guess that at least you need funding for at least three years up front, you know, so you've got, you, you're able to offer, you know, because a project would need at least that and, and let's be honest about it a project of this nature would be never ending yeah we absolutely. want this to be an ongoing service that we provide absolutely mm-hmm. so it would build or form part of our core services in the long term but this is just a new addition that we're adding mm-hmm. to that array of services that we provide so yeah I mean to put an actual figure on it it's very difficult as Vicky no said, I'm sorry I put, I put you on the no, spot no that's alright <laughs> <laughs> but I think also you know it's um, about our staff as well being able to offer this service in maybe a less um, informal environment as well so when they're dealing with a patient just be able to have that conversation the initial stages of conversation regarding bereavement um, before maybe they go on to have the extra support from our bereavement mm-hmm. officer now of course you'll have to make sure that whoever you appoint is very radio you mm. know, because <laughs> they'll need to come on as a consultant to the radio station oh, so that yeah. they can share how we should all deal with grief mm, absolutely <laughs> yeah. and one thing of course Ruth I, I should have asked you and, and certainly for people listening they may be thinking well um, if I needed to access you know, the services of Lewis Manning, mm-hmm. how, how do I do that? So all of our um, services, as Vicky mentioned before, are free of charge, but we do require a, an official referral from a professional. Um, so whether that would be through your, your doctor or whichever service that you're, um, whether that's Bournemouth Hospital, Paul Hospital, um, from diagnosis that requires uh, or, or to say that they would benefit from our care and our services, um, then that referral can come forward. But that's not to say that people that might be listening now feel actually I might be able to benefit from that service and then make that request through their um, their GP practice or, or the service that they're currently mm. accessing NHS wise. Well, finally, uh, if if people want to know more about uh, how they can they can donate and how they can be part of the Time to Remember campaign, I guess going in their, your website is probably the best way. Is it? Yes, yeah. please. Yeah. So <laughs> that's uh, that's lewis-manning.org. UK. Yeah, and we've got a dedicated Time to Remember page on there which explains quite basically um, how to get involved and what, as you mentioned, Blair, what those funds will go towards. And that uploading of photographs and so on that you talked about, is that can they do that via the website? Yep, yeah, it's, indeed. It's all yeah. very simple on the one page with a dedication as well to say who, who you're remembering and why you're remembering and the, why that's so special to you. 
Yeah, well, Ruth, Nikki, and Vicky, thank you so much for brightening up my day. The oh, sun, the sun you. has thank come you. out, you know. It's the yellow. It's all the yellow. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and of course, if you want to support Lewis Manning uh, and, and remember someone you love or, or even just support the tremendous amount of work that the organisation organization does, bringing comfort to so many, then do check out that website. That's lewis-manning.org. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.